welcome to the Sober Heathen, Sober Heathen Podcast. It's been a minute since I've got to say that. Um, didn't come out clean, but we're going to keep it because that's what I do on the Sober Heathen Podcast. Welcome. I am the Sober Heathen. Um, thanks for listening in. If um, if you happen to do so, it's much appreciated. Um, <clears throat> got a little bit of backlight going on because we've got some fresh snow. Um, the window is open. Well, it's not open. But the lines are up. Uh, it's very bright behind me. Uh, probably got some work to do if I'm going to continue to do um, mm-hmm. podcasts, which I hope to get back into and, and do more frequently. So um, with that said, uh, please check out Through the Glass Recovery. You can find them on X. I was just on a podcast with them a couple weekends ago. It should be out soon. I don't have the date in front of me, but that's okay. Um, get a little action to their site to, to look it up if you're interested in listening. Um, was on with a couple guests, uh, a couple great stories. Um, the hosts themselves are awesome. Um, they don't have decades and decades of recovery. They're they're still fresh enough that uh, you can hear the emotion in their voice, which I think is very important. Um, not that you can't hear that in somebody with uh, super long term recovery. I just think it's 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 really good to hear that emotion sometimes from somebody that still um, isn't that far away from it and still re- rebuilding their lives. Um, Speaking of rebuilding, um, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what I talked about in the last podcast um, <clears throat> and, and what detail it was, I guess I should say. Um, but uh, I have got to see my kids uh, for two full days um, over the past uh, month and a half or so. So that relationship is building back. Um, you know, that's something that a year ago I would have I had no idea how that was going to happen. Um. So I'm very thankful for that. I guess, you know, this could be called like a gratitude, a partial gratitude podcast. Uh, very, very grateful to to have um, the opportunity to spend time with my kids. I talk to them every day. Um, I play with my son, Easton, um, uh, quite a bit, almost daily, or at least talk to him daily on Discord, which is an app on the computer. Uh, we play video games together um, almost daily, he and I. Um uh, also very thankful and grateful. Um, if you follow me on X, uh, you've seen the pictures of what the house looks like, or at least the living room and the outside. The decorations uh, that Miley's put up, those are super cool. Um, it really feels like Christmas in here. And uh, as a guy that really never, you know, we had Christmas things uh, growing up, but it was all real minor and real quick. You know, we would come over for an hour, maybe a little more, and then everybody was gone. You know, it wasn't something that my family did <clears throat> where they spent a lot of time together. Probably because, uh, in part, you know, addiction was was highly involved. People wanted to get out of the house and go drink um, because we didn't drink at Grandma's house, and we didn't really drink at other people's houses um, a whole heck of a lot. But So I myself, um, you know, living here with Miley, um, I'm trying to learn how to um, do the family holiday things. And, um, you know, uh, with with Thanksgiving that just happened, you know, we've had some things going on in the family that <clears throat> kind of made um, Thanksgiving uh, a little different this year. Um, that's not my story to tell. But, um, it, you know, for me, and the way I grew up, and the way that I would drink, on on holidays uh really uh change you know it's it's real change trying to do all of this sober and it's not like i wanted to go and drink um, when we got together this last uh, well yesterday um for our thanksgiving or for miley's family's thanksgiving or whatever um 
it's not that I sat there and just wanted to drink the whole time. I, I really didn't even think about drinking. But there was that, you know, I, I could tell myself kind of withdrawing and, and you know, sitting away from people, not because I don't like them. I, I think they're all phenomenal human beings. Um, just not that strong in, 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 in starting conversations every single time. There's times when I can come in and, and start talking and, you know, create a conversation and stay involved in it. Um, and then there's other times I just feel, I don't know, awkward. So um, really working on those things uh, for Christmas coming up and trying to be better. You know, I, I, I wanted to find excuses to not go. Um, and I didn't let myself do that. I went ahead and went because that's what family does, right? Family, you're supposed to spend time together. And just because I feel awkward, I can't put that and make other people feel awkward. Well, where's Scott? Why didn't he show up? You know, that's just, um, that'd be a little selfish on my part because it's just going eating really good food and spending time with, like I said, really great people. Um, I just got to find my way to work through that. So those are things that uh, I'm still working on, but very thankful for how open <clears throat> and gracious uh, everybody has been since I've kind of turned the corner here in recovery and uh, really putting together what I feel is is some solid, solid sobriety and recovery. Um, nothing's perfect, right? So um, I just know that when I look back, and I've talked about this a little bit on X, when I look back, now, since uh, April of 2022, right? So in the last however long that is, 18 months, give or take, <clears throat> I I drink, I can count on one hand how many times I've drank. That is a tremendous change, right? So some people are going to, um, some people will say, well, that's not sobriety. That wasn't recovery. You know, you still drank, blah, blah, blah. They'll find reasons to make it a negative. But I, I, I don't see it as a negative because... Five times in about an eighteen-month period. I don't know if it's eighteen months, but it's it's more than a year, and it's not two years. So I'm trying to pick a number in between there. Um, to, to only drink five times for this alcoholic is is almost unbelievable. <clears throat> when the previous five to six years, with the exception of some months in between of giving sobriety a chance. I was a daily drinker and it was a minimum of a fifth. I mean, it was, I mean, if I only had a fifth, that was because I was either sick or I fell asleep and it was too late to go to the store to get more. Right. So five days and 18 months, that's recovery in my book. Um, so I'm very thankful for that as well. Um, some people on X, you know, I didn't make a list, but uh, somebody had mentioned the sober heathen in one of her podcasts and, and, and uh, doing a, a thank you thing. And, you know, I, I think I will go through and I'll make a post on X on, and, and call some people out. But uh, some people that really come to mind, uh, first and foremost, uh, on X is my good buddy, Rich Sullivan, who hopefully is going to be starting a podcast soon. I look forward to hearing that. He's got the voice for it. Um, he used to do a lot of announcing, uh, their broadcasting. Um, I, I can't wait to hear his podcast. And then, uh, obviously, Lindsay. Um, everybody knows who Lindsay is, I believe, you know, uh, she's doing videos all day long. She's doing lives all the time. Um, she's been a really good recovery buddy for me. And, um, I really appreciate those two just, uh, I don't want to say at the top of the list, but they are at the top of the list if I'm being honest. Right. So, um, they're always good to lean on, on, on having a shitty day and, uh, they're, they're, they're good encouragement to so many people on X. 
and I think that's so important. Um, you know, there's there's people on here that keep coming back, even though they keep coming back and talking about, you know, well, I relapsed again, I relapsed again, I relapsed again. Well, I'm back to 10 days. Oh, I'm back to one. Oh, I'm up 14 days. Uh, I'm back to day one. And these people keep coming back and it's Lindsay and, and Rich and, and a lot of other people are so positive to these guys that keep coming back. And I think that's important. I think that's really important. I think the negative uh, assholes out there <clears throat> um, that want to dictate to them what they're doing wrong or tell them what they need to do without knowing who these people really are. Um, it's just not helpful. Uh, so really appreciative of Rich and Lindsay. So thank you both uh, for all that you guys are doing. Um, so this just kind of, uh, you know, just um, I want to show a little bit of gratitude. I, I want to put a podcast out there because I've been talking myself out of it every single morning of doing one. Um, you know, it's, it's, I guess that's a good way to kind of sum up this podcast here and, and, and kind of get through it is, um, well, everything in my life is great, right? A year ago, I would never have thought that Miley and I would be dating again. I would have never thought that, you know, I, I, I thought my kids were going to um, not want to talk to me. You know, I, I thought, oh my God, you know how we are in, 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 in well, drinking, you know what I mean? It's, it's doomsday everything right my kids are never going to want to talk to me again well my kids are talking to me again Miley's back in my life um, I have a job um, the work that I get to do at this job is very important to me and I love doing it um, but I have been on so many different antidepressant medications that it is unreal I can't even list them all and um, this last one that I got on I, it's um, I'm trying to remember what it's called the gene site test where they swab the inside of your mouth and they taste they they do a test and they tell you what will work for you and what won't work for you basically so finally this past month i got on wellbutrin which was number one on the list that was supposed to help me right and there's been no change and i it's really hard to tell what normal is right when coming into recovery that's always been something that i've been concerned about like how do i know when i feel normal right but what I do know is that it's really hard to get up in the morning. It's really hard to shave in the morning. It's really hard to brush my teeth. Um, it's really hard to want to to take a shower every day. And that's depression, right? But um, so I've been taking this medicine for over a month now. The doctor said, give it a fair chance this time, as if I wasn't the other ones. But it, you could make the argument that this alcoholic isn't very good at taking his meds and gives up on things quickly. So this Valbutrin I've been taking every single day just like I'm supposed to, you know, I, I probably missed a day or two here and there. I know that's not good, but for the most part, I've been taking it. And just like today, man, it's just miserable. It's miserable. I, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't care if my shirt's wrinkly. I don't care if my pants are wrinkly. And then it's a real struggle in my head because of all these things that I've mentioned that are awesome in my life, you know, the job, the family, the kids, all these things are amazing, but just, I just, you know, and, and my weight's an issue. So that's a huge issue that I need to address. And I know that uh, a common response for those in the, in the fitness area would be like, just suck it up. There's a gym half mile down the road, which there is. And I could walk there in six minutes, suck it up and just get there. You'll feel better. I, I cannot find the energy to do that. And it's really, uh, it's really annoying. And, you know, with all these great things going on in my life and, um, you know, all these things, you know, uh, that are coming to an end, you know, my probation could be coming to an end soon and it can be done 
done with that. And then I'll be able to go into the jail that's right next to our work and talk with guys that are in there that are hoping to find something to grab onto as far as recovery goes when they get out of there so they don't have to keep being put in a cage for an addiction, right? So many great things, and yet inside it's just rough. So <clears throat> I think it's important to talk about that because, you know, I can get on X all day long and I can cheerlead for people that are killing it. I can cheerlead for people that um, just went out and decided to drink again and they're starting at square one, which I, I hate that. I hate that. I can't believe I just said that. You know, a relapse doesn't have to put you at square one, right? It doesn't have to. If you've put in X amount of time and you relapse, that time that you put in doesn't disappear. Okay. Restart your timer as far as sober dates, fine, whatever. But all that work is still there. So just go back and figure out what got you to that part, to that point, and then what happened to cause the relapse. And just continue building. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, and comments like that have actually been, gotten me called uh, a killer. I'm going to kill somebody with those kind of thoughts. And to me, it's like, yeah, let's just, let's kick them while they're down, right? So when I look at how I'm feeling right now and the struggles that I'm having of, you know, trying to do my hair, trying to shave and brush my teeth and get to work and not be pissed off before I get to work and not to set myself up for failure in the morning by, but God damn it, we got to do this, or I got to do this, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do that. I'm already kicking the shit on myself, and I feel like I'm in a good spot in recovery. So if if I was somebody that wasn't in a good spot in recovery, kicking the shit out of myself, and then you got these other assholes piling on, like, well, you should have done this. Did you call this person? Did you talk to this person? Did you read this book? Did you make this phone call? Did you, you know, did you pray? Did you do all these things? This piling on, uh, I can't imagine what that would be like. When you go to go to an environment like the hashtag recovery posse or hashtag recovery strong, when you go to a, an environment like that, which is overwhelmingly positive, right? 95% or more positive, I believe. And then you, you get these small percentage of people that want to come in there and, and act like they know what the fuck's going on in your life. Um, you, you come to this place that's overwhelmingly positive and then you find one or two of these people that are going to talk to you like you're an idiot and make it worse um, i just I, I don't like those people right and i think i need to do a podcast kind of diving into some of the experiences i've had and some of the discussions that i've had uh with some people on here and i think maybe i'll write it out this time which i've never done i've never really wrote out i mean i've i've had plans on podcasts but i never followed them <laughs> But maybe I need to have one in front of me where I can go down the bullet points and really talk about uh, some of these things that I have and wh why I think it's wrong and, um, or, you know, not why I think it's wrong, why I think it's unhelpful, because I'm not somebody that can tell somebody what's right or wrong, right? Because I don't have all the answers either. But I can talk about why I don't think it's helpful, because, again, with the way that I feel and I have been feeling for the past week or two, you know. Um, just really down and, and and fighting with everything I got to get up and, and do my normal routine. You know, a good example of this is if I was still drinking, <clears throat> I'd call into it. Right. If these feelings were happening and I still had the ability to drink and desire to drink, I would call in today and drink, or I would at minimum call in today and just not go to work. So some might say that's alcoholic behavior, even if I didn't drink. Right. So, but because of the work that I put in, 
and how I feel in my recovery, which is super great. Um, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, I know what I need to do. I need to get up. I'm, I'm going to end this podcast here in a moment. I'm going to go brush my teeth. I'm going to go shave. I'm going to go to work and I'm going to hope that I get to talk to somebody today that, uh, that, uh, so something I need to hear and vice versa. And, uh, hope to see somebody with an opportunity to get in their position of recovery that I'm in. Um, so that's the podcast today. So thank Thank you everybody for your support this far, this far and in, in, in everything. My ex, since I stopped doing uh, podcasts regularly and focused on X, my, you know, it's more than doubled my my followers on X. Um, I love doing the podcast too. I love having guests. I love getting on here and kind of video diarying uh, what's going on in my life in hopes I can help other people. I know that it has because of some of the comments and, and messages that I've received. I just try to do my best to stay as authentic to myself as possible um, without letting myself claim authenticity for shitty behavior. <laughs> well, I don't like I, I don't like these people at work, so I'm just going to fuck them off, right? That would be the authentic thing to do because that's how I really feel. But I can't use that as an excuse, right? Just to be a dick. So to an extent. So when I talk about myself and how I'm feeling, I want to be as open as and authentic as I possibly fucking can. Um, and hopefully one day I'm going to do one of these podcasts, but like, guys, I figured it out. You know, I got this recovery thing uh, going really well for me. And <clears throat> I figured out what made me feel good in here and in here. And I have the recovery thing figured out. I still have hope for that. Because I know a lot of people that uh, have done it, and they <clears throat> they're either really good actors or they feel really good most of the time, and that's what I want, and that's what I'm going to have because uh, I'm not going to quit. So this Wellbutrin stuff that I've been taking for a month, it's it's not doing anything for me. I don't know if it's making it worse or just not doing anything at all. Um, you know, now I'm going to talk even more than I wanted to, but you know, there's a therapist at work. She's like, oh well, you got to. They'll probably have to up it after you do it for a while. I don't, I don't understand how, when I took substances to try to deal with my emotions and I, my feelings, and that didn't work for me with alcohol. And now I've tried all these other antidepressants and all these other meds, which are substances, and putting them into my body. I don't, you know, when's it going to stop, right? So. Is substance has been the problem the whole time? Are these meds or are they, is there is it something else, you know, other than depression? I, I really think that my anxiety is probably the worst part. Um, so maybe you need to focus more on anxiety meds if there are such things that would work for me. I don't know. I just I, I don't know. But you know, I'm I'm almost to the point where man-made created substances going into my body are going to be a thing of the past. Like, I'm about ready to go natural substances um, to the best I can, or just eat fruits and vegetables and just try to figure things out in here. But as we know in recovery, in here isn't always the best place to figure things out. So as you can see, a whole lot of shit going on, but that's okay, right? I don't have a desire to drink um, the closest thing that I've had, and I'll, I promise I'll end it after this. Last night I went ran into a grocery store to get a new shower head. Shower head was just kind of acting funny. Um, the, the 
pressure is not there. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So I ran into uh, Meyer here at, at, at home. <clears throat> Miley dropped me off. I ran in. I grabbed that. I grabbed some pop. I grabbed some chips. And the pop and chips are really close to the liquor aisle. And I had the thought for just a few seconds, you know, I could just buy some. And I could put it in a, in a bag and I could stow it away when I load up the back of the car. And when everybody goes to bed, because I don't have to work until 11, when everybody goes to bed, I can just have a few drinks and this anxiety and all these things that I'm feeling, I could get that ease and comfort and I could worry about it tomorrow. And all these thoughts happen, like literally, I mean, I, I, I'll be generous and say 30 seconds, but it was nowhere near that. And I remember in the store, I had these, these thoughts and at the end of it, it's like, fuck that, man. Fuck that. And so I grabbed my chips, shitty ass chips, and I grabbed my Dr. Pepper, filled up the cart and zoomed up front and, and checked out, and that was it. But I made sure to tell Miley about it when I got in the car, discuss it, discuss it not to just hold these things in. So moral of the story today, I'm thankful, but I'm, I'm not great. But my recovery is, and that's a win. So thank you all for listening. Uh, you all mean the world to me. Um, truly, this podcast and the support that I've gotten from this podcast and NX has been absolutely instrumental in, in getting me to where I am um, in this recovery journey. And I wouldn't be able to fight off these these mental issues, this depression, anxiety that I'm having um, that's been so bad this past week two, or two or three um, without the positivity that I'm getting from podcast and from x so thank you thank you thank you um you guys are lifesavers and uh i hope to see you again soon on this podcast have a great day guys